Greetings, gentlemen. It's the shaman coming at you at this beautiful day, beginning of summer here in Budapest. And I'm going to have a little talk to you about very important inner game principles to get you started to kick ass, to get back on that horse, to get out there this summer, or maybe if it's moving into winter, just to get out of your rut and get moving and stay positive. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast with your hosts, James Marshall and Liam McRae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. So welcome back, gentlemen. Let's start from the top here. One of the first things I think it's really important when you want to start to get moving in your life using inner game is to have a mindset where you're not going to be a victim, right? So we have to have, let's say, something that we're moving away from. And we don't want to be victims, right? Do you want to be a victim? Do you want to suck in life? Do you want to be a fucking loser? I doubt it. So that's a good thing to be aware of. You want to move away from those tendencies. Maybe that's things that make you feel stuck, negative experiences, states, etc. And of course, the other thing you want to move towards is you want to be a winner. You want to be the hero. You want to be the guy who's moving towards his goals, his values, the things that you really desire in life. You want to get away from and what's the thing that you're compelled to not be and what do you want to move towards and what's the thing you'd like to create more of. So in basic terms, what's the traps and the things that make you a victim that you want to stop doing and you want to get away from and what's the keys to move forward to create things, to open doors, to have opportunities and to basically have the magic that you really desire in your life to be able to move forward and express much more of your potential. Now, basically, I talk about that in terms of the package of the romantic adventurer, spiritual warrior. Now, that's a little bit of, uh, let's say, a metaphor or an abstract concept. But what I'm trying to say when I say the spiritual warrior uh, and the romantic adventurer is the idea of really being somebody that's going out into the world with a sense of adventure, with a sense of a heart, with a sense of fortitude and resilience, with a sense of, like, let's say, existential frame of purpose and mission that actually makes this all worthwhile. So that's all very, very important to get you started. So the question is, how interested are you in your own development? How much do you give a shit about your own inner being and your own fulfillment and your own, let's say, success of of your ideal experience of life? Because unfortunately, a lot of people are very distracted and not necessarily aware of these things, or people are very caught up in a lot of details, but not necessarily aware of how to make stuff actually work in the world, how to put it to task, if you will. So it's also really important when we're setting up positive mindsets, effective inner game mindsets, is to have this idea of really having a good why, right? Now, I'm sure you've heard that before. You've got to be interested in this stuff. Uh, This is not just something to do because we say it's something good to do. It's not because, uh, you know, you should do it because it's like it's something you read in a book or whatever. Ideally, this is something that comes from a desire inside yourself. So for myself, when I was quite young, probably around 18 or 19, coming from a position in my life where there was a lot of change, a lot of transition, a lot of uncertainty in my reality around me, one of the biggest things that really helped me to start to put things into perspective and to start to give me power and momentum to move through quite difficult circumstances was really this mindset of having a, uh, a strong desire, a strong interest to want to be free, to want to be expressed, to want to be powerful, to want to be myself in a way that gave me the kind of life that I desired to have. Now that's the beginning, so you have to start with that too, right? So you have what you want to get away from, what you want to move towards, and what's important to you about that. Why do you really want that? And essentially when we start unpacking the why, you know, why do you want this stuff? And you could probably write this down. Why do you want to be better with girls? Why do you want to have a great life? Why do you want to be free? Why do you want to be fulfilled? Why do you want to make money? Why do you want to have happiness? It sounds kind of dumb, but write that stuff down and start to clarify 
Why is it important to you? What's the real essence of it? And you might even need to ask that question a few times to get into the depth of what's really important about that for you. Then you'll start to reveal the values. You know, the values will start to make you feel stronger about what you're doing. And you can start to put those concepts in front of your mind. You can put them out in front of your mind and your perspective to be somebody that's driven towards what it is that you really desire as opposed to reacting to the world around us. And that's another big thing that generally I see both in people around me and myself from time to time is that there's a very big potential to be reactive to the world because we can easily pick up our phones and be influenced, influenced by mass media, influenced by our environment, influenced by social media, influenced by our expectations, etc. So that sort of creates a little bit of a difficulty when it comes to moving forward with clarity because we're not necessarily driving from our own desire. And it can be a muscle too. It's really a muscle to have desire, to want to move forward towards your goals and to, to say yes to them. So I would start with even just writing a wish list. Write down a bunch of ideas that you would like to have in your life. It doesn't have to be highly edited. It doesn't have to be censored. It could be 10 things, 20 things, 50 things, 100 things to start off with. But even just dumping that stuff on a list will start to help you to get a bit of clarity. And then you might find that it's actually two, three, four, five things that are actually much more important than the rest. So by doing that, you start to get a little bit more clarity about things as well as start to open up the doorway for desire. Because a lot of people don't even have permission to have a will in the world. They don't exercise their will at all. So as a result, they're just very much reacting to whatever conditions are dictating to them. So to reverse that, you have to start being somebody that's a will-orientated individual. It's a very important part of a creator mindset or a successful kind of inner game mindset is, is being someone who's creative, someone who's orientated towards doing things for the forward momentum of your life. And if we want to put it into practical terms, this is about being resilient. It's about being more sophisticated with the way that you look at the world. Uh, and it's not a personal judgment or attack on anybody, but once again, a lot of people approach pickup and personal development uh, from a somewhat childish perspective, like a very simple perspective, and that's a very like a magic pill approach. They just want the thing that's going to make them feel better and give them results, so then they can just get on with their life and not have the problem anymore. Fair enough sounds good in theory but when we're talking about something like your life and we're talking about something like your social mastery it's a process and it's technically a multi-dimensional process so there's no one thing that's going to fix everything there's no one week thing or I don't know there's no there's no simple package that's going to fix all your issues what you can do though is start to change your orientation towards what it is you're really doing so that you can have much more of a you know a, a proactive resilient creative mindset so, like I said, sophistication and resilience are really important. Now, going out and being social in the world is going to require that you face people. It's going to require that you go out there into the consensus. So, for example, right now I'm sitting in this park, there's people all around me, there's things going on. There's people having lunch, there's people playing sport, there's people walking around with their kids, there's girls sitting in the park reading books. There's things going on that are part of the context around me. So I need to understand how to work with that, how to calibrate with that, how to be part of the world around me. And that's something that you, you really have to keep in perspective in terms of what does it mean to be a social person. If you're going out and you're doing uh, a lot of socializing, whether it's even like night game, day game, whatever, cold approaching, you have to deal with a lot of possible things. There's going to be people who are going to be distracted. There's going to be people who have issues that it make it unable to meet you in the moment. There's going to be people that are going to be interested, but you're not interested in meeting them. There's going to be people that you like to talk to. And of course, out of all of that, ideally, you're trying to find the kind of, let's say, the kind of girls, if you're doing cold approaching, that 
are going to be fun to hang out with, that are open to having an adventure, that are open to meeting you and to being the kind of, uh, let's say, the receiver or the, the co-creator in the dance of the romantic adventure. Uh, so that's super important to have that in perspective, is resilience and sophistication, and to basically be prepared for a lot of different things to happen. And that's okay. Like, there doesn't have to be one thing that happens. It's okay if the first girl you talk to ignores you. It's okay if the first 10 girls you talk to don't really give you the results that you want. Because it's not necessarily about that. If you're taking it as a feedback and as an opportunity to start to learn and to start to have, let's say, a, a context to be able to receive feedback. Now, it's important also to not just get stuck in the idea of just action is the, is the solution to everything. Because action is necessary to be able to go out there and make yourself, uh, let's say, face the unknowns and to see what the actual reality of things are. But then you have to give yourself feedback. So one of the things that I generally recommend to guys if you're doing things like cold approaching, and we say this in workshops a lot too, is record yourself so you can listen back later. And even just listening back, you'll hear things and you'll be like, oh, did I say that? Or that's a bit weird, or I mumbled a bit much, or my tonality's not very clear, or I could have said that simpler, or I asked too many questions, or whatever. Now, obviously you need to build up a little bit of a coaching frame for yourself to be able to understand how to make those changes. And that's you know, what we teach guys when we do workshops, for example, we spend a lot of time as a team, let's say troubleshooting and supporting their understanding of transformation so that when they leave, they have a very comprehensive sense of self-coaching abilities, uh, which, is, which is a powerful thing. So one of the most common things that guys ask me is like, you know, how do I get over hesitation? How do I get past fear? How do I stop mumbling, fumbling, you know, and, and missing opportunities uh, that are happening when it comes to you know cold approaching etc well there's all kinds of technical things and we can definitely talk about technical things as well but one of the biggest things is is the real overarching perspective you know the frame in which you're approaching the whole thing so one frame that i found very helpful and that i share with guys on a regular basis which i think is a really positive and useful frame is this idea that really you want to start to ground yourself into your substance you want to start to work with reality much more uh, as it is so what that means is just enjoy the fact that you're going out. Enjoy the fact like right now I'm in a park, I can relax, I can enjoy the park, I can be in the moment, I can absorb and appreciate so many elements of this experience and then I can choose to go and be social. I can choose to go and have a conversation or to say hi to somebody or to open up a possibility. And if that's a girl, I can say, I've seen this about you or I think this about you or this is how I feel about wanting to approach you right now. I want to meet you for a minute. I like this or you see me cool or you look dreamy or this is look at, looks like a cool place to relax or whatever and seeing what happens. You can't do much more than that as well. So I want you to realize that it's important to come back to the actual reality that it is what it is, man. So you just got to work with what shows up and some stuff will stick, some stuff won't stick uh, and that's okay. I say to guys on a regular basis that it's like being uh, a metaphorical pinball ninja. And now the pinball part is you've got to learn to just bounce around. Like a, a pinball, you know, in a machine, it just bounces around and bounces off things. Sometimes it gets points, sometimes it doesn't get anything. So it's the same thing. Sometimes you hit an interaction and you get some energy from it. It feels fulfilling, it feels interesting, or, or it gives you something. Sometimes uh, you just bounce off people and it doesn't really mean very much. And that's okay, because that's still part of the process of learning to get a connection, learning to filter through the possibilities of who is available to connect with you, and just being okay with that too. Because the more okay you are with the fact that 
not every girl's going to want to spend time with you. Not every girl thinks you're awesome. And maybe even uh, most girls don't even think you're awesome. But that's okay too. Because you can still be the guy who gives himself permission to go out there to meet the girl that's really good for you. It's going to be a good match for you. And keep it going until you can get some fulfillment out of the process. Once again, you want to not get fixated on the girl as the goal either. It's about you know, this overarching process of, of where you're going and how it's all fitting together. Now, of course, the girl is the main part of it, and that's the thing that you want to really experience is the pleasure and the connection and the romance and the fun and all the things that happen in between. But at the same time, it's about being the kind of character where that happens, becoming the kind of character where you create and you become the kind of individual that is appropriate for the romantic adventurer context. So that might mean taking action, it might mean starting to refine the technicalities, but it's also really about zooming out and having this perspective of like, it is what it is, you're prepared to face whatever shows up and you're gonna be resilient, you're gonna be sophisticated enough to keep adapting, keep changing, keep moving, keep learning and becoming stronger as a part of the process. Because unfortunately part of our general consensus in the world these days is people don't tend to be so resilient they don't tend to care that much they want to stick things through to get an actual result there's so much instantaneous dopamine and and uh, things that we can do that it means that there's not a lot of discipline so there's a desire that needs to be put in place where you want to show up you want to be disciplined you want to make it work so a quick tip on that one is make it a game as well like it is what it is be open to possibilities anything can happen but at the same time make it a game then it can be a sequential game it can be a process that you do little bit by little bit in the sense that you leave the house. Okay, congratulations, you win. You start to be a bit more upbeat, making eye contact, waving, trying to have interactions with people. That's good, you're starting to win. Looking for easy options, talking to people, even if it's just people in shops, calling a friend while you're out and about and walking and then looking for opportunities to start to have interactions. You know, talk to a girl sitting by herself. Have little, little micro moments, little warm-ups that start to build you up quite quickly. You don't have to do this all the time, but you'll find that once you start to fill these gaps in your psychology, once you start to, let's say, build a more well-rounded capability and skill set to be able to just relax, be social, deal with the fact that human beings are, you know, multidimensional creatures with moods and different needs and different circumstances, and you're becoming this, yet again, pinball ninja kind of character, which means, you know, the pinball means you bounce around and you have the interactions, and then sometimes you get points and sometimes you don't. The ninja part is that you're learning to be somebody who can like wedge your way into somebody's life, like to just appear and then say, hey, do you wanna like share some time? Do you wanna have an adventure? Are you open to creating something? Are you open to being in some kind of cool experience together? And the ninja is like the skill set to do that, you know, the social ninja. Uh, so you really have to define yourself as somebody that's unique, somebody that's really taking permission to do this and creating the permission to do this and practicing becoming, yet again, the individual where the context of being a lover, romantic adventurer, it's natural for you. It feels natural. It makes sense. And it puts you into a place where there's permission. And when you put all that together into a package, what you can start to tune into is a kind of adventure or a quest. And why not make it an adventure or a quest? Something I can say for myself, and I know it's true for many of the greats of uh, seduction that I've met over the years, including the guys in the team that we work with, is that you need to create a kind of a sense of adventure or a quest for your identity. This, this is not just like, you know, a weekend warrior kind of skill set that you're going to develop that's going to like fix your life. This is about becoming somebody that's naturally a seductive individual, a lover. Yet again, a creator, an adventurer, whatever that is for you. You can adapt that to your personality type. You can put your skills and your interests and your values and your lifestyle around that to a degree. But it's about, you know, once again, creating an organizing principle or a core 
kind of uh, structure that starts to organize things into a much more of an identity shift, much more of a, an opening of a new kind of reality that's going to help you to do these things. And one of the side effects of that once you step onto this quest is that you start to interact with a kind of greatness or a kind of fun. That's the fun part. Like, if you go out and you start to warm up and you start to get more playful with this, then you will get into a flow state. You will start to have much more of a joyful and playful kind of possibility in this. And that's when permission is granted. It just feels natural. It's like when the door kinds of opens and confidence seems to flow and you just seem to just be much more at ease with the whole process of being out, being social, talking to people, meeting girls, dealing with whatever comes back and just relaxing in the process. So some of the things that you can do to help you with that is basically learn to come back to baseline on a consistent basis as well. So train yourself to be okay in the moment over and over and over again. Because the reality is that you're in a constantly changing environment, especially when you're out being social, especially if you're doing nighttime stuff or you're putting yourself through a high pressure sort of accelerated process of meeting a lot of girls and going out and doing a lot of cold approach. You have to relax, you have to find a baseline. So what that means is like learn to feel good in your body, learn to relax into your body in a way that you can very quickly be okay, be present. Now that's somewhat of a spiritual practice, but it's a very practical thing to do. So breathe, feel your feet, do a body scan, relax, be aware of your senses around you, come back to what's basically good. You're okay, you're alive, everything's fine. You know, you're just walking down the street, you're just doing the thing. And as you do that, then you can start to relax and keep coming back to a sense of okay. Then as you move from okay into risk, then maybe there's a good reward that comes from that risk. Maybe there's uh, like a, a no reward for that risk, but then you come back to baseline. So you're training yourself, it's okay. Much the same as someone would go out fishing. You know, they put the line in the water a lot of times or they sometimes they just put their line out there and sometimes they catch something, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they catch something small, sometimes they catch something big. It's just a process of learning to enjoy. And then that will create a very different sense of confidence, basically. The other thing when you're coming back to baseline is learning to work with your nervous system. Now, that means that your nervous system is the primary instrument that you're using to interact with yourself and the world. It is you in some sense. Your subconscious mind is your nervous system. So learning to work with the nervous system, with breath, with relaxation, with understanding your internal representations, the way that you think, the way that you feel, learning to calm yourself down. I mentioned uh, before as well about physiology. So you've got to learn to work with your physiology. So essentially physiology is one of the biggest keys that will help you to have permission to move forward and to be in control of your life. The other thing is, is having the ability to reframe things, to be able to change the meanings of your understandings of stuff, to turn experiences into opportunities rather than limitations, to take things that were unpleasant and start to say, well, that was an interesting growth experience, or I learned this, or next time I'm going to not do that, oh, because I learned that lesson. And a really simple process that I often teach guys is, if you have a less than desirable experience, take a moment to ask yourself, well, what was, what was not okay? What was shit about that? And what would you add, subtract, or modify if you could in the future, or if you could play it through again as if it was another another retake of that same experience and show yourself I would do it this way or it would be like this it would be more relaxed I would feel better I would be more in the flow or I would get a better result or whatever now this is not to delude yourself but to start to train yourself to have the ability to recreate and understand your internal representations as you're moving through your experience now internal representations means the things that you think pictures that you make in your mind the things that you say to yourself and how you say them to yourself the body sensations you have inside your body, for example. Even smell and taste is a part of your internal representations. The other thing is how you 
generally put it all together. The meaning that you make out of it, the talking that you have, the narrative, the sense of self that you create out of that. And that all together is basically your operating system. It's the thing that's giving you the ability to make sense of the world. So it's super important to learn to work with that, to learn to be in the flow with that, and also to, to build a physiology, a psychology, and ultimately to work with the circumstance around you to be optimized as much as possible. Now, the reality is also that you're not always going to win. There's going to be plenty of times, it might go for days, weeks, months, maybe even years, unfortunately, where things are just not the best. Things might not be the way that you want them to be. It doesn't mean give up. It might mean just try different angles, be more resilient, be sophisticated, see if you can find different angles, see if you can find new advice, see if you can understand different philosophies, different perspectives, change your circumstance, clean up your house, do something different. And there's many things that you can do to sort of kickstart yourself into a different kind of flow of reality. So let's put all that into a little bit of a nutshell as a bit of a review that you can take away and do something practical with. So number one is remember that the aim is to not be a victim and to be a creator, to be a winner, to be a romantic adventurer, a spiritual warrior. Number two is that you have this opportunity to do things in your life. You have a gift to do something. And if you can get into contact with that spirit of wanting to live, wanting to have a why, wanting to have a purpose of why you're really doing this, coming from your heart, ideally, coming from a human place of being a connector, being somebody that is this person that wants to be in the world of connection, then that's going to start to really drive you with much more effectiveness. The other thing is learn to be resilient, learn to be more sophisticated, learn to be calm and adapt to the world around you, learn to deal with many, many different possibilities, and learn to be excited about that. It's okay when you go out and things don't flow. It's okay when you go out and people are being difficult or a girl's a bitch to you or something. Don't be reactive. Relax. Like try to learn something from it. Try to grow through it. Try to be a Zen master that's using everything as a kind of a tool or an opportunity as part of your experience and learn to digest it, learn to take it in, learn to be okay with it and then evolve from there. Then work on your technicalities, then work on your feedback, then work on what's your next step. You know, maybe you do need to work on your openness. Maybe you need to talk about your observations. Maybe you do need to think about what you want to say a little bit more. Maybe you need to you know, be a bit more direct or get in contact with your sexual energy or escalate or whatever it is. There's all kinds of things that will happen along the way that you will become more confident with and more capable at as you deal with them piece by piece and put them all together into the sophisticated package that is your resilient self. The other thing is, like I said, be part of a world of greatness, connecting with your greatness, connecting with the greatness of others, learning to recognize it's a quest, it's a journey. This is, uh, this is your life. You're creating the narrative. You're the one who's in the middle of this adventure. So if you can gamify that, if you can make that something fun, you can make that something interesting, if you can make that something that opens you up and makes you really want to take action, then you may find that you start to become a very different type of person compared to the herd around you, compared to people who are more just comfort orientated because you want to be more growth mindset orientated rather than just comfort orientated. And finally is really putting it all together into getting used to coming from the baseline, working with your physiology, learning to reframe things on a consistent basis, learning to work with the adaptability of your circumstance as much as possible. So you can be somebody that's able to get the actual possibilities to show up in your life because it's one thing to desire something it's another thing to actually action it in the world and to create the context and the possibility for it to exist so that's what i'm going to say about that it's a lot of ideas i know i bounced around a lot of different concepts and different points that hopefully you guys can uh, take away at least as some beginning hooks of these kinds of ideas 
And by all means, ask me more questions if you wish. If there's something specific that's in a game related or something that you would like me to unpack specifically, then by all means, leave it in the comments, let us know, and I'll do my best to pick it up and make a video about it in the future. Sending much love to you guys. Hope you guys are kicking ass out there. And let's move onwards and upwards. This is The Shaman signing out. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, all that good business. And I'll see you in the next video. Thanks so much for listening to The Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Check us out on YouTube at The Natural TV. See you on the next episode.